All right, so the topic I want to talk about today, as always, my brownie brownie warriors, um, I want to talk about how debt is crippling my generation in more ways than one. Um, I'm not a fan of debt. I've done everything in my power to avoid it. And I think we live in an extremely delusional state of mind when we think we have to go into debt for things. I say if you can't afford it, don't buy it. Don't get it. Now, there's a lot of disagreement on that notion. Uh, I've had many arguments with people in my generation, and it's rough. Uh, I'm very much an odd duck because I believe in racking up assets more than I believe in racking up debt. I firmly believe that if you rack up too much debt, I think you're really fucking yourself. I think you're fucking yourself very, very hard. And in a way that's just not going to help you in the end. Um, One of the reasons why you're seeing my browser window over here uh, and then myself over here is because I wanted to test out a few pieces of functionality. (laughs) I got bored. Um, In the end, I think... People need to truly, truly realize where, and how do I say this? They need to kind of look themselves in the mirror. I believe that you should always look yourself in the mirror and say, look, I don't want to be a slave to anyone. The problem is, the problem is I think where we turn ourselves into into slaves because we're always we're going into another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Forms of debt. <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought here. But we're always going into debt for certain things, right? Now, I think going into debt for like an appreciating asset like a house isn't the worst idea in the world. But your house should not be your only investment. One thing I I like to encourage is I like to encourage people to constantly be investing in in like stocks, mainly stocks, because when you own a company, that shit's always growing and it's also appreciating naturally in value. Um, stocks are a very, very inflation proof um, asset. And as long as you're investing in fantastic, beautiful companies, you'll never fail. That's the truth. Well, I won't say that you'll never fail, but as long as you're diversified in fantastic companies, you'll be fine. Now, racking up assets versus racking up debt. I think people are a little too proud to rack up debt. In fact, they almost wear it like a badge of honor. It's not a badge of honor. I see no honor in racking up debt because debt just means you're it's just it's just pointless cuz the interest payments suck. You're losing money. You're losing more money than you could, you know. And look, is it better to 
Is it better to get a mortgage, a 30-year mortgage for a house? You bet your ass it is. Sure, are the interest rates more? Yes. <clears throat> but if the house is set to appreciate in value and the dollar is set to degrade in value, um, well, the dollar will always degrade in value. So cash is not king. The one thing I, I can't stand about my boy Dave Ramsey is how the my man constantly totes that cash is king. It's not, man. Cash is... Uh, Cash is truly trash. Um, the more assets that you rack up, the happier you're going to be. Um, if they're productive assets like stocks, yeah, you'll be fine. Like in the long term, as long as you're not like one of those panicky fuckers. Because I see so many people who get in the stock market and then like the market will crash. And they're like, Mike, why did you why did you say that I should get into stocks? It's like you should. You should be buying more great companies when the market dips because that means you're getting fantastic companies that are well-established at a hell of a discount. You get to be an owner. And that's the one thing people don't realize is ownership matters. Being an owner in a company matters. And when there are dips in the market, when there are lulls in the market, that's a buying opportunity. And don't forget it. Because when everybody's selling and freaking out, you can be the one who keeps the cash on the side and then starts investing more and more. You're just getting better deals. The thing is, people people's attitude towards what I what they call a bear market is honestly just misguided. The one thing that I can say is I have had a lot of luck. Not a lot of luck. I don't even really believe in luck sometimes. I think there's a little bit of luck in life, but not much. I believe decisions matter. And my decision has always been to buy during a bear market. And then what ends up happening? Daddy-O ends up making more money because I'm buying great companies at a discount. Bear markets are just a, it's just a clearance shopping fest for everything. I mean, when you could buy fantastic companies at a discount, you take the opportunity to buy. The problem is nobody looks at these things as long-term investments when a lot of great companies are. Um... I'm constantly, constantly looking for great companies. I just, I don't know. Hold on. I got to test this out. This is, this is pissing me off. Okay. I think that's a little better. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. The truth is, um, I am always looking for the most fantastic company I can get my hands on. Um, and I won't stop, man. I can't stop. And a won't stop, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just there's just too many great companies to ignore. You just can't ignore the fantastic results that you see out there. And when you're when you're seeing like a Coca Cola, when you're seeing Pepsi, when you're seeing all these fantastic companies at discounts, well, actually, Coca Cola is still pretty overvalued, surprisingly. So I, I kind of avoid Coca Cola for the most part at least lately, um, I've been making more room in my portfolio for, for companies I feel are extremely undervalued. Like a lot of the financial companies, like banks, us bank, bank of America, they're all very, very undervalued by the way. Um, if I'm going to take another gander at what the hell might be over under uh, undervalued, um, at least market wise, I'm going to say like Citibank, uh, Citigroup, basically. Um, I love investing in Citigroup. They're one of my favorites. Um, a lot of people call them shitty bank. I know, but, um, yeah, there's just so many good, 
pieces of opportunity, good good old pieces of ass on the market. <laughs> no, just a lot of good companies though. And if you if you avoid, I don't know if you just avoid it. You know, if you avoid bad companies, you're fine. But anyway, so in summary, what I really want to tell you guys is this: keep investing. It's the smartest thing you can do. Cash really is worthless. And I hope that I've kind of instilled instilled that methodology, that line of thinking into your into your guys' heads. Cause it's true. Cash is trash. There's just no reason to own. There's no reason to hold cash. There's no reason to save it. Um, because uh idiots like Joe Biden, idiots like the Federal Reserve are constantly going to just keep printing money. Joe Biden's going to tell the Fed, hey, keep printing more money, man. Yeah, just come on. So here's the thing. Don't save money. It's probably the worst thing you could do. The only time saving money would matter is if we miraculously went back to the gold standard with a dollar, then all your dollars would actually maybe be worth something. But until then, I mean, still keep money to the side. Every good investor has, and here's the thing, you're going to call me crazy for this, but I keep a decent stash of money in my brokerage account one, so I won't touch it ever, in, except for investments. Um, two, um, I personally just enjoy investing more than I enjoy shopping around for items at Walmart, although I enjoy that quite a bit, um, mainly just because I'm a glutton and I love food. Um, what else? But yeah, no, the, the whole point is I want to keep investing. I want to keep having cash flows come at me. Cash flow is important. Uh, cash flow is king. Um, not cash. Cash is not king, but cash flow is king. So assets that produce, um, that provide a form of cash flow for you are the best thing. That's why I love stocks that pay a dividend. Um, because I never have to sell any of my stake. I don't have to sell any of my shares. Um, I'm okay with companies that do share buybacks. That's fine. But I do prefer a dividend. Just because I, even if the growth of the, even if the asset appreciation is slow, I don't ever intend on selling as long as they can maintain positive cash flow and continue to get grant me a return. Totally fine with it. Uh, I love dividend growth over uh, asset growth. I I, I really do. Um, when I should say asset growth, I mean uh, appreciation of an asset. I still want there to be asset appreciation. I still want to be a profitable company that ever grows. But um, yeah. Anyway, I said my piece. Um. But yeah, everybody, thank you so much for viewing this episode, and uh, I'll see you around. Woo! -hoo!